listening to buckets and beyond and we are back with our host after his hiatus he's back again our our leader our fearless leader ben is back so ben what you got for us man <laughs> jump lead us into this podcast it's this 2-1 victory pod introducing buckets and beyond <laughs> your friendly neighborhood Mavs podcast <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was uncanny perfect that was that was uncanny uh, like i said long time listener first yeah time caller, man. first time caller uh old friend i ain't gonna never stop <laughs> oh, old, there, but... old friend of the pod that uh that was not in fact uh ben seibel your intrepid host with the most ben is on is on a sabbatical uh the dude recently bought a house um so you know he's making he's making money moves out here uh we're just we're just some guys on a podcast but that was not ben that was longtime listener first time caller uh guest of the show tonight joshua caminata uh welcome it's good to have you on it's good to be here it's good to be here celebrating with you guys tonight um absolutely josh how you feeling how you feeling you feel you feel <laughs> two and one a little, a little two one a little two yeah. one uh I, <laughs> a so Texas two I, I, I remember us texting literally before game two and we were talking a little bit about doing this and you were like hey man it, it, it's gonna be great to talk about a two one about a two one lead and I was like I'm not one of those guys who gets ahead of himself so I was like uh-oh but Andrew called it I gotta give yeah. him props he nice. called it early nice that's okay I I waffle in between I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be a sweep. Five Mavs in five, and like, goddamn, we're gonna lose in seven games. I, I swing back and forth between those two constantly. constantly. I, I know you enjoyed this one, Andrew, because now you you really are the one who has his thinking cap on for the most part. You know, you'll you'll factor in how we performed against them in the past, which you know they did not shy away from mentioning tonight. How long has been? They even had clips up from the last time. I was like, wow, I cannot believe. That's what the Mavericks used to yeah, like. Yeah, Wes Matthews was on the team the last time yeah. we won. Unrecognizable. Uh, Darren too, Williams. Darren Williams was out there. Don't you? Don't you mean? Don't you mean Max contract Wes Matthews? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we he was. Really the he was check, the. But... He was the DeAndre Jordan um, uh, <laughs> consolation prize, wasn't he? He made so much money because DeAndre decided to stay <laughs> stay in LA. He made like what seven extra million a year or something just because it was God. left over. <laughs> nice. Ugh, disgusting. Um but we got that dub tonight. That's what matters. Let, let let the jazz know you may beat us eleven straight times at home, but you will not beat us twelve. And we'll take <laughs> and we'll take the twelfth from you, like just ripping your heart out. This yeah. this felt this is how I felt. This felt like a a heart ripping the hearts out of of the opponent i have i have been resorting to um to the metaphor of just bury them put them in the earth put them in the ground throw Step some the throat yeah throw some dirt on them uh i'm gonna be calling uh jalen brunson the undertaker from here on out <laughs> because just put them in the earth put them six feet under i don't want to hear from them i don't want to see them 
like kill this fraudulent franchise once and for all. Um, that that was my those were my feelings about this game particularly. Um, is there any doubt, Jay, Josh? Is there any doubt that they're done? The Jazz are done. <laughs> they're done. It, we, we got it. Them. This was the game, and I was like, we got them. We got them. We got them. It feels when they start, they start doing a little sneaky little. They're trying to get fouls here, Lady, ladies, to... and, ladies and gentlemen. We got them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, we we have their number now. We see Donovan Mitchell. He who had a. You look at that at the end of the game. He had a decent game. It did not feel like it. Like it felt like he was shook. It felt like. Uh, it felt like he was on on defense. He wasn't he wasn't all the way there. You know, it felt like he was nervous. And, uh, you know, some of the decisions they were making, you know, O'Neal with his cheap, you know, just little cheap fouls here and there, them taking advantage of cheap, you know, we'll get into that. I think the refs had a couple questionable fouls, but, but man, just this, the, the Jazz are done. They're done, man. They, they can't keep up with us. <laughs> we don't even have Luka yet. We don't even have Luka in, man. Like, what? 2-1? Yeah, it, it's, 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 a, it's wraps now. I don't have yeah. the stats here, but it's, it's, this is pretty much the se- the series. It's tough for a team to come back from this with full strength, with you know. But man, yeah, yeah. on the moon. All, all yeah. I've heard, all I've heard all week is just how you know Utah's a tough place to play. Everybody's sitting right on top of you, and Jalen Brunson came out, and the rest of the guys came out, and they silenced that crowd in the first like three minutes. It was insane. They they were allowed to start. They I think we missed the first two baskets. And then after that, it was just they were quiet. Cricket. It was it was crazy. Yeah, I they got a quick slap in first, like first couple minutes. They got a quick slap in, but <laughs> but man, we just uh, um, yeah, we just like we kept went, it going. From we went then nine on. rounds. That was it. We went we went the full nine rounds with them. Josh, I know I know you were you were taking copious notes during <laughs> during the broadcast. Any any insight? Any nuggets to any nuggets of knowledge? To so, drop on us. So the thing that I like a million times I have written in here, just like, you know, Jalen Brunson playing huge Jalen, like big dick Jalen Brunson, just, all, you know, like <laughs> all over the place. Just like he yeah. was, he was everything, but I was impressed by the gang rebounding. Like it was unbelievable what they were able to do tonight and keep, you know, in the first quarter, Gobert had three rebounds. Uh, Maxi had three, Dwight had three, Bullock had three, you know, like we were able to kind of control the glass with throwing everybody at him. And even when they come down with it, there were like three or four times where people are coming in and ripping out the ball. And like that first half, Josh Green was incredible. Josh oh, Green baby. was amazing. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oh my gosh. He had, I think he had four threes. He had uh, in his first four minutes in the first quarter, he had three assists. And uh, he was like, I think in the first half he had the most assists. On he the was team. our he was our assist leader. Uh, from the, it, do we have a guest caller? Looks like we have another guest. We have another guest. So Josh was here. To to, to... what's your uh, what's your question for us, uh, caller? Yeah. What, what are what are your? Hey man, so listen, I've been looking into buckets and beyond for more than two years. I'm a faithful listener. I do not listen to any other Mavericks podcast. Okay? <laughs> So listen, I'm just. We appreciate the loyalty. We appreciate the brand loyalty. Place of love, (laughs) but I do have to ask. I don't know, man. I was just doing that voice. Y'all brought. (laughs) 
Uh, y'all are recording the pod, so I'm not like I'm streaming live. I can't come in and send know what y'all were saying right now. Uh, uh, we're joined by Trey, by uh, by Goose Esquire, uh, famed famed Dallas producer in the house. Um, he's join, he's going to join us a little bit late, but Trey, we were just we were just now getting into the podcast. We're like a couple minutes in. I appreciate and, uh, y'all letting me in. Uh, I, I'm a fly on the wall. Just happy to be here. Uh, I don't want to interrupt the flow of things. I'll just get get back into what you're doing. Imagine I was here the whole time. Now, man, like 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 we we've I'm, gotten we've gotten our hype off, yeah. our, off our test. Yeah. Well, like how about how about you jump here's, in? Here's and... a question. Well, here's a question for you guys. Maybe to springboard things. Um, I may have tweeted this erroneously from the pod account, but was Luca's injury uh, the best thing that could happen to this to this ball club? Because <laughs> Because Josh Green is hitting threes now. Maxi Kleba is hitting threes now. Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson are playing with some big dick energy. That was not necessarily the case two weeks ago pre-injury. And, and you know, for, for better and for worse, it is the Lucas show. He, stirs the, he stirs, the, stirs the pot. He drives the truck. But this is a completely different team. And I think we finally have guys – who have the confidence and just the cojones to play alongside Luca once he comes back? This feel it feels like a godsend that these guys have been able to kind of get healthy on the Jazz, get healthy on beating up on the Jazz. Really, like, hey, like was so, is go ahead. Look, to say to that, like going into this season i wanted i just wanted to get out of the first round like i was so the two years of the clippers it just annoyed the hell out of me i wanted for us to get to the second round we got the matchup with the jazz i thought okay we've got that in the pocket there's no way that you know this third year of getting to the playoffs there's no way luca loses to the jazz in the first round but i didn't have much faith to get beyond the second round you know i just thought that we would get there this has been the time for JB, Spencer, Maxi, everybody to actually step up. And you have to be able to win a game without Luca. And they needed to learn how to do that and play at a high level. And then, like Luca said at the beginning of the season, that he wanted chemistry with this team. It is doing it, the vibes are immaculate. The yeah. team feels it's not the Luca show, it is a team effort. And I'm glad that he sat tonight. Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. he sat tonight. I'm glad he sat too, and and only because I I would not say this, but I would I will say it's glad that he got injured and sat out, only because walking into timeouts, these guys were cursing at the like they were cursing at the Jazz behind him. You could read their lips at times, like like they were walking in there like yeah like 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 these guys can't can't mess with us, bro. Like like you see what we just did. You see what I just did, yeah, that guy, bro. Yeah, they're like, dogging him. They're dogging could, him. Like they walked into the timeouts with swagger and like like confidence and just pure like just domination and like you just don't see that like that's not the mavericks yeah <laughs> you don't see that from maxi you now. don't see that from dorian very often josh to pivot what? a little bit here i'm i'm curious do you rest luca game four now that we're up two one on these guys it it is entirely up to luca to me like if he's if he's uh if he or well the the training staff if he's a hundred percent I mean, I think you got to let him run because at this point, you have a chance to beat to win both games on their home floor and come back to Dallas to like close the series. Like, 
That, that's that's yeah. like put put your foot on their throat time and like but what if Josh, we Josh what if we eliminate the jazz without Luca oh, without <laughs> and Luka. then we go into the second we are round scary. With, like you got it like the morale and 20, the, like it's feeling like twenty eleven it's like an anime we at can, that point we it's can like, win yeah. we can win game four without him well so like, it's yeah. it's it's just the identity of this team has become so insane with over the last couple of years we've always been saying you know like Luca covers up a lot of mistakes. That's like always been a narrative of the Mavs is Lucas covering up a lot of mistakes. Get Lucas, get Lucas some help. Get Lucas some help. And this year, what they've done is they've changed it to where it's no longer, you know, Luca needs help. It's we're going to make this a defensive identity team. And when's the last time you said that about a Mavs team? Like uh, we've, uh, since Dirk's been here, it's always been an offensive team. It's always, it's always been, let's outscore the other team. And this year it's been, no, we don't care how many points we score. We're going to make you score less. That's always the ultimate goal is we're trying to D up first. And it's it's been so like, I don't know, this entire first series, it's just been like that first quarter. They scored 20 points. It when was the works. last time you had a playoff team to, to, yeah. to 20 points? When it looked like they were about to come back. And we started getting stops. We started pushing them to to shoot from the outside, yeah. and they were throwing bricks up. It's like it it actually works. Yeah, and we, see, it yeah. Works even and we make Luka defensive adjustments, and they're they're mm-hmm. making defensive adjustments, which it feels like the last few years we're we're always making the offensive adjustment. We're always making the 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 change to score more points on the offensive end, but we're always just playing drop coverage, drop coverage, drop coverage, and, and now it's like we're going we're going to shut you down by running a scheme that we know you can't handle, and it's. It's yeah, it's been beautiful. And we dog on the jazz rightfully. So they're down two one to a team that doesn't have their best player. Um, but they are not a slouch offensively. Like they're, <laughs> they, they're, they're, they're shit on defense. They can't play a lick of defense on the perimeter, but they're off. I mean, they're one of the top ranked offenses in, in the league and we are consistently shutting them down, giving them fits. You've got Donovan Mitchell checking up bricks. Um, yeah, it, I, I feel like we've got them totally in their heads. They can't, they can't, they can't get a straight look at the basket. One well, um, just on that note, I, I just feel like the defense, it's a snowballing effort. It's not like playing 10% better defense leads to 10% less offense. Once you interrupt people and they can't get mm-hmm. in a rhythm, I mean, it's over. Yeah. You saw you saw what happens when you're not interrupting them in that third quarter, and we can blame a little bit of that on the refs. But guys were going off as well, and we, they suddenly were able to find that rhythm and close to within six. But then you saw it come right back on. And they kind of flipped the switch in the fourth, uh, and you saw a ton of great possessions. I Dorian Finney-Smith's got to get on some defense, all defensive team. After this, oh, after so this kind clutch. of series, so clutch, yeah, yeah clutch, um, demon, clutch stops from them. Man, I, I'm, I'm so tired of the slander about this team, man. Just you were saying earlier, get Lucas some help. Um, I read YouTube comments on these in there. Oh, this team, it's a bunch of G leaguers. I'm okay. Three years ago, you know, okay, uh, to a borderline, yes, some of these people are out of the league now. But you, this is so much disrespect to people that would be starting on plenty of teams in the NBA. Jalen's getting paid. Yeah, Jalen's playing great defense on Donovan Mitchell, like one of the best players in the league. He's playing good defense, and he's putting up buckets now. And he looks like he looks like he's ready for it. Like he, I mean, we we've been saying this. He's a champion. He's this. He's that. Like he's 
He's like just focused. He's got a great head on his shoulders. Like we've been saying all these things, but shout out to Sam he's Madison. Finally paying off. Yeah, shout out to Sam. Man, we really need to have him on the pod. I almost <laughs> want to call him up now because bro, yeah, he he yeah, he called that from the get-go. But so speaking of Brunson, speaking of Brunson and his bag, securing the bag, Brunson. Um, I'm curious to see from you guys. We put out a poll with the pod. Um start earlier in the season it looked like brunson was hovering like oh he could get a contract extension like 18 to 20 million range 17 kind of that tim hardaway-esque contract um we put out a poll after the 41 point uh performance 37 percent of people think he's now reached the 25 to 28 million a year range where where are you guys sitting um how much is he now worth or how much is he now going to command on the market? We also had some, some, some anonymous source uh, stating earlier today that he's a, uh, a poor man's Fred Van Fleet. So what are you guys thinking? Is he, is he a poor man's Fred Van Fleet? Is he, is he worth 25 to 30 million a year? What is it? Which is it? Um, I'll make this comment quick. I would rather have him than Fred Van Vliet. And then I also think that, uh, he, somebody's going to throw 30 at him. That's my hot take. I'm, I'm just curious what I'm curious what his max number is because, you know, it's a set percentage and everything. And I, I think he'll get he'll get his max. He's going to get it's going to yeah. get offered to him. And it's not like a thing where we get to match it. So it's going to be do we want to step up to the table and just offer it to him first? And I'm the kind of guy that I'm, I'm also a diehard Mavs fan ever since a kid. I like the homegrown guys. We drafted this guy in the second round. He's come up through our system. He's gotten better and better and better each year to where now he's a bona fide starter on any team in this league, basically. And so, uh, you know, I give him the bag. And then we, we teams have shown that when you need to make cap space, you can make cap space. You can figure that out. On the cap space That's note, so don't we need somebody to offer him that contract so we can match it so we take less of a cap hit? Is that the way yeah. it works? I believe we have his bird rights, so we can yeah. go over because since we've had him for four mm-hmm. years, yeah. and he we're on his original contract, and he did the unrestricted free agent thing, so like he bet on himself, so he's not a restricted free agent; he's unrestricted. So there's no match situation. I'm pretty sure we we'd have to offer the contract, but we can go over the cap to sign him. Yeah, and full we bird rights for Brunson. Like we could get, we could pay him. Like we could go over the cap if it if it means paying him like an extra. Give him a Kevin Love contract, bro. He gets Kevin Love money. <laughs> I'm with y'all, man. I'm, I'm with y'all. Like, like just give him the bet. And, and comparing it to Fred Van Fleet, that makes me want Brunson more because Fred Van Fleet's transformed. Like this season, dude, Van Fleet was a demon. So I mean, if if, if that's what we're gonna get from Brunson soon, then uh, then of course we have to give him his money. Like he's we're gonna call if you're gonna call him a poor man's Van Fleet, okay, well you can't separate. I, I you can't been break up the family. You can't break up the family. Yeah, you yeah, can't right. keep the family. If, if, if Lucas, <laughs> the, if Lucas God, we're not gonna give away. We're not gonna give away his son. Come yeah. on, the vibes Father, can never son, be immaculate. Father, who's, yeah. who's the Holy Spirit then in this in this metaphor? Is it Dorian? Is it Dwight? Is it Rick Nelson. is the devil? If Dinwiddie can get a little more efficient, we can start talking about him. <laughs> But hey, he he closed. Rolando Blackman. He closed. That's that's Holy Spirit. (laughs) That's like Moses, bro. That's like that's like I don't know. Okay. Okay. Bible and beyond right now. (laughs) (laughs) All your uh, biblical analogies. Yeah. 
Well, no. Have you have you guys ever turned the turned on the radio at like eleven thirty at night? That's when we're recording this, and you just stumble upon like some uh, some prayer circle, some Bible uh, Bible study on the radio. You're driving home, <laughs> oh, you're like oh god, like, not not as of late, but I know what you mean. Back in the day when I used to listen to radio stations, like before the Oxford days, and it, yeah. especially when you were on a long road trip and you were searching mm-hmm. channels to try to find in a city you didn't know, and you would just pop through. Thank God for podcasts. <laughs> Thank God for podcasts, man. Now you have actually, and I do just real quick want to amend my answer. Uh, the Holy Spirit is Delante West. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. That man has seen God. I'll tell you that. Oof. He has been man. to the mountaintop. Speaking of uh, guys, another, uh, speaking of Sam and Matt, Sam Madison, who's who's a god himself, but um, he shouted out Jason Kidd. He said, you know, like I, he was right about Brunson, but, but you know, my homie was like, hey man, like we have to give Kidd his flowers too. Like like all that hate we were giving Kidd, you know, like we should take that back. And and I I think that's a great call because you know we saw Josh Green, we saw we saw Josh Green play tonight. We saw just the whole team. It's a totally different team than what we saw last playoffs. Yeah. Josh Green so, like, did not the sniff the court last year. Jalen Brunson yeah. didn't touch the court in last year's playoffs. Um, I will I will be the first to line up and eat crow and eat my words when it came to Jason Kidd. Um, Josh, I think you and I were texting. I'm lining up behind you. Yeah, we were, we were texting <laughs> when we hired Jay Kidd. I was like, oh, I'm not sure how that, I feel about this. That Giannis book well, came out at just the right time to make all Mavs fans paranoid. <laughs> I, I think I understand why people got J. Kidd wrong. And it's everyone said, okay, he he's not the, the X's and O's coach. I mean, he's not the, you know, just the, the mastermind who's going to set up the scheme that's going to make you win. But I think where people missed is that that's not necessarily what the Mavs needed. They have a bunch of high basketball IQ players that can lead the offense. He really just needed to open it up and give people freedom and not be in such a rigid system. The Carlisle, you know, I mean, if he hates you, you're eating the bench for the entire year, even if you'd be good on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Call a play, call a play every time down style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also just, I think the confidence that he's been able to give to guys like Brunson green, even Maxi finally getting a shot. Dorian Finney Smith has taken a step forward. Um, it's yeah, it's been really nice to see, especially when the last few seasons, it was like, Hey, can we get, can we get playing time for these guys? Can we get a little bit of development for these young players? And they're getting heapings of it. in the first round of the playoffs, um, against, uh, against what I, I'm going to just, yeah, a fraudulent uh, jazz team the at frauds, this point. The frauds. Just, no chemistry. <laughs> Boyan Bogfrodovich, no. <laughs> Rudy Frawbear, Frodbear. <laughs> I hope we don't sign him. I don't want him. Have we have we turned, Jay, we talked about this last time on the pod. Have we completely turned on the Rudy Gobert agenda? Is the Rudy Gobert agenda, are we hopping off the train? I, I. I unlocked the I unlocked the door when when Dinwiddie put him on a poster. I like, I you know I, I started, <laughs> ready to I started bail like, out. yeah. I, I might have like I googled how much I could get a refund for you know like I like I started to I started to kind of take steps to get off. I'm I'm still not I'm still not like on the Gobert hate train because I think he would I think this is a good He'd be better than Powell. franchise for him than the Jazz because there's there's been known issues with him and the Jazz. 
you know, like people saying he doesn't have good chemistry with the guys over there. So, but I, I think he would come over here and he would still be a great player. He, he'd probably be even more potent um, than he is over there. You know, he's putting up a flaccid, you know, like what, three, four baskets tonight. Uh, it hasn't, hasn't really, I mean, he put up 15 points tonight. So his, his most productive offensive night, this whole, um, this whole series and his least productive night on the boards playing D so, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you, you got to ask some questions. But at the end of the day, it's Rudy Gobert, bro. Like, we we also just played against him. He almost beat the United States in the Olympics, bro. Like, he almost, like, he's still Rudy, you know. He's still, he's still. Josh, like, where are you Where are you on the Rudy Gobert train? Are you hopping so, off? Or are, you getting, are you getting ready to tuck and roll as you? So, personally, I, so personally I've never been on the Rudy Gobert train. And okay. here's why. I think he's a fantastic player. I think. He's excellent at defense. He's an excellent rebounder. It There's a few things that drive me crazy about him. One is it feels like any ball that hits him in the hands is he's got the rock hard hands and that like he, he has no touch around the rim, which is super frustrating, which would we're, be super we're, frustrating. To we're me. seeing that. Yeah. He has Willie Colley Stein finishing potential. <laughs> he also, he also does the, does the like Cardinal sin of big men, which is when you catch the ball high, finish the ball high. And he brings it down every single time, which I know would drive me crazy if I'm watching him every single night. And three, his con, like, I know I've, I've ended up talking about money a few times on here, but his contract is absolutely ridiculous by the end of it. So he's right now he's making 35-5, next year 38-1, then 41 and 43, and in the fifth year of his contract, 46.5 is what you're paying Rudy Gobert when he's 33. And in all honesty, by year three or four of his contract, that's going to be when Luke is making his decision on whether he's re-upping it with us or not. And you're not getting out of a 43 or $46 million a year contract from Rudy Gobert on the trade market. I, so I, 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 I got to stay away from him personally. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Do, y'all, do, do you guys want a boogie? <laughs> Does anybody want a boogie? Uh, because I it's would... not expensive to boogie down. I will. Is it 2012? He's not happy. <laughs> I will. Uh, I would. I would. I would, re- I would, I would replace. I would replace Boban with Boogie. Oh my God. Oh, I'd take Just, that. I would replace Boban's minutes with Boogie minutes for sure. Boban's sure. not even getting no minutes. Look, like, we should have put Boban in tonight. We should have put Boban in tonight, bro. There was, there was surfing the Jay, there was fouls we were getting. Jay, there was 15 minutes left in the game, 15 seconds left in the game, and I and I was thinking of you going, put Boban in. Come on. Send, <laughs> put send. Sterling in instead, but yeah. <laughs> I, was one, I was wondering, how can Chris not get, like, five minutes of run when, I, when they're all, like, he's got yeah. six fouls. That was perfect time for Chris. I, that, that's he's the one thing I'm mad fouls. about with Jason Kidd. Yeah, like, put Chris in when we're up. And have him sacrifice, sacrifice Chris. Like have him get a few fouls. Don't, don't get anybody in foul trouble. <laughs> give him give him the Brian Cardinal minutes. Yeah. Offer him his tribute. That's yeah. his role. That's that he's Brian Cardinal this year. Yeah. Especially I'm glad that yeah, I uh I feel like especially in game four, we're gonna need to give a little bit more rest for for guys like uh guys like Dorian and Reggie. Uh and Maxie to oh. some extent. Maxie's been able to s- swap. So, you know, switching and out pretty frequently with Dwight, but those guys have been playing, I believe, like forty plus minutes each game. A game, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sheesh, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Dorian, Dorian played forty-seven minutes tonight. Insane. <laughs> it was yeah. probably like forty-seven minutes and forty-seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like he was probably so close. 
he came out for he came out for one foul at the end of the second half or something. Yeah, but... that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Everybody um, was in foul trouble tonight, though. Like, like Maxi got two BS, like two ticky tack. Yeah. Then when he had a weak foul, um, I think he uh he fouled out, didn't he? He had six. Uh, like man, yeah, it was a. Uh, I was a little frustrated with the refs in the third when the Jazz were going up on that big run. Jazz had 40 points in the speaking, third quarter tonight. Speaking of bullshit fouls, um, uh, do we need do we need to meet Royce O'Neal in the parking lot after Game Five? Yeah, we just might, man. I hot take. I think that there, there you know, there are no consequences for the for refs in the league. I think just one of them needs to get kind of kneecapped to just, you know, send a like mafia type, send a message. <laughs> let them know like listen, everybody makes a bad call, but Tony Brothers <laughs> I I got your number. I right. know where your brothers are, Tony. <laughs> for legal purposes, this is a joke. I would yeah. love a cold war between podcasts and players versus the refs and like the, the, the establishment uh, I would, can you yeah. imagine the espn 30 for 30 if <laughs> if like a podcast took out a hit on on uh on like of a, a officiating crew what you're saying is uh, there would be an espn documentary made about this podcast yeah <laughs> i a hey. boys i think we found the N- ticket not let's I, go not let's I. go all right so we're gonna who's gonna take one for the for team the- I'm I'm ready and willing. All right, you know uh, we, we, we've seen we've seen chubby white leftist women glue themselves to the court. We've seen them chain themselves to the court already. What's wrong with the angry black podcaster? You know, committing mm-hmm. the violent act against a ref. You know, this like, is like, actually like, a win for diversity, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is what the NBA has been preaching all season. It's like it's just. You um... know. Josh, I'm curious. Do we need do we need to worry about game four and five here? Because I I am getting big 2011 Lakers series vibes with this with this Jazz. And are we going to end up with a Bynum JJ Barea style takedown moment? And are we going to have to come correct? Is that do you are you getting any of that sense so far with this series? The one guy on our team who I do feel like is ready to step up and throw a bow somebody at somebody is Maxi. Like Maxi does step up for some people. And one thing I liked seeing today was in the third quarter there was a there was an obvious point where he came back in and he set the hardest. He said not the hardest, but he set a screen on Royce O'Neal that I was just like, ooh, that was a little bit of payback right there. That was a little bit of payback right there. I felt I felt it. The, the enforcer. So, I, I could tell things were getting chippy in the second, and then all of a sudden, you know, they throw the elbow at Jalen's back, and I'm like, this is this is the moment in the series where we got to step up for ourselves, and they they weathered the storm, and they showed that even if you want to do that chippy crap, we're gonna we're not gonna take it. It was nice, I liked it, but yeah, I'm hoping yeah. some elbows come. I would love a Bertans, um, a hard Bertans on Clarkson foul, like as we're closing out the series like as we're about to like just finish them off <laughs> that would uh that would send me because yeah like yeah, yeah. get a Berton's yam over clarkson or a J. Oh, yeah, just put him on a poster face. or something yeah like it didn't have to be a hard foul it could be like a just splash it right in his face and then like like stare him down or something step over him hell do a speaking of poster <laughs> speaking of poster did anybody else get up and start running around screaming when Spencer yammed it on Rudy. <laughs> oh, that was so fire, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was screaming. 
That was Oof. gorgeous. Yeah. So many I, good moments. The fir- through the first two games, I did not expect us to get a single dunk ever again after the first two games. Uh, I was like, I was like, we may never dunk it again. That's fine. Maxie's going to make nine threes a game. That's fine. We don't need to dunk it. And yeah. And Spencer going up and just atomizing the French. That was, that was directly related to in the first Josh and Maxie being able to hit all those corner threes Mm -hmm. that their adjustment was they had to bring Rudy farther out. And yeah, there was, there were a few more, a few more lanes open because the the shooting started in the first this time rather than waiting to the second half. Yeah. Just uh, talking about the refs, I don't know. I put it in uh, so everybody can read along. Um, I did bring it, you know, as a guest, I come prepared with my sources. This is something that this is a little bit more around the league talk. So uh, apologies for shifting from the Mavs, but has everybody seen this uh, expose report by user Lopia182? on uh, reddit.com slash rnba shouts out that nba referee john goble who was the lead official for game two of the miami atlanta series played high school basketball in miami with udonis Haslam. do you guys see they are high school friends do you guys think do we think do we think the fix is in do we think the fix is in on, on atlanta I think Atlanta kind of sucks this year, so I think that that's more the fix. But. I think that this is more talk of Trey Young haters who just want to bring him down. Thank you, thank you, Goose man. Look, we need look. Trey's not doing himself any Young. favors though. He's he's already he's openly complaining about like uh the refs aren't calling any of these fouls. It sounds like, like sounds like Mr. Luki Doncic, who uh, we root for every night. And you know what? He shares my namesake. So I think we have a lot in common. So I want to see this guy win. The thing about Trey Young too. I mean, we're totally on a tangent right now. The thing about Trey Young is that he actually, like, he actually, a lot of his fouls, they're cheap. They're like, like he complains a lot, but he's right. Like he's he's more so he's, than other floppers. He's right. He's foul yeah, hunting, but he, but he but he finds the fouls. Yeah, like he he's a he's an ethical he's an ethical um. Like he's a no no pesticide foul uh, he's farmer. Lawful evil. Non, non non GMO non GMO organic farm raised fouls. Right. Yeah. Luca. Luca might. I don't know. Luca. He's got like these are mom and pop table. shot fouls. Yeah. Farm the table. Yeah. These are yeah. ethically traded. Yeah. Um, Especially pre- early. There's pre-trade. a couple like early in the season. It, it, I'm trying to think, man. Who? It's one of the first couple games of the season. Trey Young was like he was really getting at this, and there's a couple fouls where he, it was, it's it's the apex of basketball, right? He just figured it out. He where he like gets he gets around a pick, right? And so the defender's behind him, and then he does that like that thing where he like it's a totally fake shot, but he like stops awkwardly and then like you know kind of throws his arms lets, up, lets them run into him. Yeah, but it's gymnastics. It's like for Trey Young, it's gymnastics. <laughs> him and Harden, it's gymnastics. Like they just know how to, and it, it's if you break it down, if we if you know we get a lawyer in here, it's a foul. It just is, and you know. So look on that note, if in a you court don't of law, like it, change change the rules, okay? Because I I look at like ever since I started playing video games competitively, it honestly made me like kind of look at basketball differently, and I'm like, what's the meta? And it's like if that's what works, if that is what gets the, if that's what wins you games then change the rules if you don't like it. If it's in the rule book, then, you know, 
who, well, we what are you going to do, not win? We saw it this, this year. Yeah, they changed yeah, the rules good. this year. Which good. Yeah. To, to take away a lot of those For those like two hunting. weeks. You still get every every now and then there's still, you know, a, a nice little you know, low light where somebody looks ridiculous trying to bait the foul. But they, you know, they, they they were really aggressive and not calling for the first two weeks. And then I think uh, I think the office got some complaints and they said, okay. I'm just I'm thankful the leg kicks are gone. That's that's oh my been God, yes. that's been largely taken out is the, the leg kick out where like the guy's running by you and you kick your leg out and like pirouette with him. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I was like, what are we doing here? So I'm glad that. That move definitely has gotten taken out. Yeah, you'll still see a couple every cut, like a couple every game. You'll see them try to get it and not yeah. get it, and it's a relief when they don't. I think Dinwiddie tried to get try to do that tonight <laughs> on yeah. a couple he of occasions. Like, I think he did maybe. it Monday. I think he did it Monday night, and he got called for it. Yeah, or it might no. I think might have been Trey Burke was called for it. Uh, okay, on Monday. Night. I think it might have been Dinwiddie's logo shot. You look at his logo at that that logo bucket he made. Like I know y'all were jumping up and down for that one. Like. Late in the game, I forgot. I forgot exactly when it was, but he put shot us up, one. Put way, us up way like back. eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like him, he was, it was him he and was Dorian for a foul there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That man, Spencer. Like I said, Spencer. He had a kind of rough first half, but he closed. Like he came in and he helped close this today. And I mean, you need to close the door shut. Yeah, slam the door shut. Look, and locker room cancer, what? This guy stepped in, was very, very happy to be the third option and a good guy to go to in the clutch. Now he has stepped up to be the number two man right now. I'm And I he seems to buy into the culture. I really like him. I really hope man, we keep dude. him. And I Davis hope he showed like up tonight, home. too. Like, Davis made his buckets tonight, and he's just been inconsistent, but... Yeah, like when these guys are on, you just feel so good about this team. Look, like not only are we winning, really... but we won the trade too, and we can KP's not here. What would what would that fool be doing if he was on here tonight? You oh know, my like God. I mean, he'd be, seventeen. He'd be wearing, he'd be wearing a really place, nice but... suit, and he would be clapping. For, he would be clapping on everybody because he got injured in game one. You have a no, don't you mean like a, tur- a turtleneck? <laughs> a turtle- <laughs> a turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. designer <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> but uh, on the note about uh, Bertans having a great game. It, you can come here and have a slump and everybody still likes you. We don't have a toxic locker room to where when you're having bad games, you know, everybody's getting now, mad at you. And Mavs, Mavs Twitter, we will drag you. We will, oh, yeah. we will bully you. We will cyber bully you and we will shame that's, you until, that's the you, nature until of fans you turn it around. NBA. That's, that's the, the cyber locker room. Fans yeah. Yeah. Real locker yeah. room. Don't read Twitter if you're a professional. But we did taxi dirty, bro. We did yeah. actually way dirty. Yeah. <laughs> we did taxi dirty. So dirty. Well, way... to be fair, Maxi made nine threes all of March, <laughs> and he's already made more in three games. He's almost made double in three games. Yeah. In all of March. So yeah. we love you, man. We should have trusted yeah. him. We should have like we should have known he was saving his threes for the for the when they when they counted. His his injury. Some people must have they work differently. They, they save them up for they only have a limited amount. Like first, I don't yeah. Know. I guess some players it's a scarce resource. We should we should have trusted our boy. Yeah. But well, everything happens as it should. Everything. Uh, I think. Uh, I think we're unanimous in the in this. What I'm going to say next. Uh, Mavs in five. We gonna we gonna wrap this up. Uh, we gonna wrap this up mon- Monday night. Mavs. In five. I hope five. so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna be in the building, so I hope so. Let's get it done. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Local correspondent calling in, calling in from the game, courtside reporter. I, hey, I'd be happy to. I love. I'm. I'm usually. At, I'm, I try to be at as many playoff games as I can. Nice. I couldn't be at nice. the one Saturday because my buddy was getting married, and I'm like best 
best man in his wedding. If I was just attending his wedding, I would have been like, sorry, I'm out. But I was best man in the wedding, so I had to had to miss it. But had to suit Monday, up. And for the record, I Mavs fans drive me crazy in the arena because, like, most games, they're not loud enough. Half of them aren't in their seats by the time it starts. It's absolutely insane. But Monday they showed up and they showed out. People were going nuts. Everybody was into it. It was loud. It was one of the few times I'm like, as a math fan, I'm proud of what we're doing right now. So we need to bring it again for game five for sure. Yeah, close yeah. it out. Did you go to the um um did you go to the uh the COVID or the, the return the first home game against the Clippers last year? Did you happen to be at that one? They're talking uh, yeah, about how was, legendary that one was. That one that was the craziest atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I was at I was at uh I was at all three of the home games last year and it was nice. absolutely wild. Like I've I've never been in an atmosphere like that. We were what the crowd was standing for the first, you know, the entire first quarter almost. Like we didn't even yeah. sit down. And it was and yelling at the top of your lungs, everybody ripping off the mask to yell louder. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> That's fire. Yeah, it was good. So we need that atmosphere again. I'm, playoff Mavs atmosphere is different than regular regular season yeah. Mavs atmosphere. Like the, I feel like the real fans show up for the playoffs. They've been they've been waiting. Look, and everybody somebody, else is uh, like, as somebody who's watched a, a full six episodes of Winning Time um, on HBO, I feel like I can accurately tell you exactly what it was like in the Garden in the eighties, <laughs> and, and just. That atmosphere is so missing from the Mavericks games, you know? It's like, well, there's, uh, you know, maybe not the racism that, that was there, but, <laughs> but the, the intensity, okay? Just basketball focused. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not yeah, winning 100%. time, it's witty, there's, witty there's, time. It's there's a few. Could, can we, can we, witty brand, time. can, all right, can we make a graphic? It's witty, it's win witty time or just witty time? Witty time. It's witty time. I like witty, witty time. Witty, witty I like time. Witty. It's witty time. We got it. We got it. Love that poster. Being witty. Yeah. Trademark TM, TM, TM. His, yeah. hey, his bro would that's fit illegal. On that All right. Well. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's binding. That's a verbal contract. Yeah. Uh, well, Jay, I know, I know uh, you've got to get to bed. You've got an early start tomorrow morning. Uh, that I do. That any, I do. any final thoughts? Any final plugs, everybody? Uh, um, this podcast was brought to you by the factory, um, beats upcoming. Uh, we're going to, we're going to start putting out beats on YouTube. Trey reminded me of the, the lovely factory name here. We got, already got the YouTube channel up. Um, if, you, if you search either the factory music or the factory beats on YouTube, and there's already, uh, there's some videos up. There's quite a few. Yeah. And shoot anybody like, like peripheral to the factory about if you ever wanted to make music, if you ever even thought about it, like, like hit me up, hit up, hit up goose, hit up. Anybody in the factory? We got the um, yeah, beats. brought to you by the we factory. Got, brought to you by Tony Cheek, my 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 punk band. Check us out, McKinney Punk Band. Uh, we got an EP out. Um, hopefully, have a show coming up soon. Not confirmed yet, but might have some in the works in Louisville. Stay tuned. Um, and of course, Mavs playoffs. We're gonna be we're gonna be attacking the rim here. We've already covered all the games here for you on, on Buckets and Beyond the podcast. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. So tune in after each game. You guys could get the uh, the game recaps in. Shoot us a DM. Shoot us whatever. You know, we'll send be, us memes. We'll be back at links. it. Uh, we'll be back at it Saturday for Game Four. Definitely, um, definitely. Follow us on Twitter at Buckets Beyond and on Instagram at Buckets yeah. and Beyond. Email me. Hit me up on Kick. MySpace. Uh, AOL. My, I got WhatsApp. Endorse me on LinkedIn. 
Uh, oh, I, I, I'm big. Recording. I'm big on. I'm big on parlor. Okay, and I'm also first in line for Truth Social. I'm in the saloon. Right, so I'm, I'm in the saloon. <laughs> Walk through those swinging doors. You'll see me in there. <laughs> yeah, we out here. Josh, we out here. <laughs> Josh, where where can where can the listeners find you? Uh, it's minimal places. I'm on Twitter at Cuminato22. Figure out how to spell it if you wanna if you wanna follow. And, Is it C O C O U? C O U M C H I U M I N A T T O. It's it's out of this world. It's crazy. See, I would have never gotten that. Like that's a, that's, that's a, level three Pokemon. That's like a evolution. lot of that's Third a lot of, that's a lot of points in Scrabble. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's you right. saying, I thought you were saying Columbo. Don't worry, that handle's gonna be changing real soon. It's too it's too it's too crazy. Okay, uh, but, thanks for hopping on, y'all. Yeah, this was, this was, we've this was been fun. hey nice. Thanks for, and beyond. thanks for letting me in the room i felt like the eric andre meme and you know i was sitting there i was just waiting they said the host will let you in soon just let, let me in you know we got we got a little bit of a you know you got to check your id first we was, gotta, was there an executive decision let... was there a discussion that was made do we let him in there's a yes, bouncer actually, for this if you, room. If you, if you if you read the chat here um oh it doesn't show me it doesn't okay, show me yeah, yeah. Oh. no we there was a discussion it was like oh shoot we gotta we gotta bring in I said Trey's in lobby lol. <laughs> it was it was a Do unanimous vote. Yes. It was a unanimous vote to bring him in. Unanimous so decision, yeah. yeah uh, so glad so. y'all could join us though, man. This has been Buckets and Beyond. Peace out.